0: Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. God, we thank and praise you for another day. Oh, God, for keeping us, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. God, strengthen us, Lord God, and I walk with you in these last days. Lord God, by the power of the Holy Ghost, Lord God, let none of us, oh, Lord God, fall away, oh, God. But keep us, God, in the palm of thy hand. In the name of Jesus, keep us, God, as the apple of thine eye O lord strengthen each and every one in their mind and hearts and their soul lord in the great mighty name of jesus bless your word on tonight O god help us to hear your word and understand bless each and every one that is here those that may be on their way that you give them safety over the dangerous highways in the name of jesus we pray let everybody say amen I thought I was going to be still in Revelation, but then this dropped on me. And the subject on the night, who wins the battle of your mind, is who will possess your soul. Whoever wins your mind, that's who you belong to. Amen. The mind is a set of faculties including conscience, imagination, perception, thinking, intelligence, and judgment. Also, language and memory. Based on the imagination, we are always sold on what we can imagine. If you think, if your thinking capacity can be sold on an idea or an imagination, you will pretty much go along with it. If they can, if they can paint a pretty picture in your mind, they have sold to you or bought you with the idea. Amen. A lot of folks done went into debt because they was bought on an idea. Amen. Uh, I remember when they was doing what they call this thing, these vacation things. Uh, these vacation things that you can buy. Huh? Timeshare. When they sold a bunch of folks on timeshare, they still paying for that stuff and can't go down there but two weeks out of the year. What makes you think you own something? You don't own nothing. But you bought in on the idea. <laughs> Most of the time people will try playing on your intelligence. They test you to see how bright you are in your ability to think for yourself. If the idea can be sold to you, then your thoughts or such said thing or idea have you captured by your memory. On the other hand, your memory can also keep you captured by what someone did to you that you just can't forget, you just can't get over it. It will send you in a state of mistrust, dislike, hatred, and quick to judge. We must be careful what we allow to remain in our mind because what is not of God can trouble your spirit and damage your soul. Oh, you can see it every day happening. Folks them fell out And just as much damage good as they can be. The whole purpose of this warfare of the man is to capture your soul. You think it's about your flesh, but it's actually about your soul. Whoever has the most of your attention has the outcome of your soul. Whether it be God or whether it be Satan. Your soul is the most important person of you. So God gave you a mind of intelligence and judgment and the perception to see and to become aware of something through your senses. We have the ability to understand or to interpret right from wrong. The problem is not Fully understanding, the the problem is, is not fully understanding the consequences of the actions taken by our thoughts. Amen. The condition and position of our soul is overshadowed by the imagination of our mind and the judgment of our heart. We need to watch who you give your mind to because the possession of your soul depends on who you give your mind to. There's a saying, the mind is a terrible thing to waste. Amen. So you got to keep your mind with all diligence. Amen. Because guess what? If you don't keep your mind and your heart with all diligence, the Bible tells us, because out of it flows the issues of life. And we understand that the issues of life can consist of a whole lot of things. A whole lot of issues whole lot of problems come on somebody whole lot of things that we get into is hard to get out of amen and guess what it all started in the mind somebody captured the thoughts of your mind and sometimes it causes you to err from the faith it causes you to err from the truth amen and send you in a down sparrow Headed to the bottom, trying to get back up again. All right. Let's get into some scripture. Go to Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. We'll start where it all started. How about that? Genesis 2, verse 7. Let's read it, please. And the Lord God formed man and breathed into his nostril the breath of life, and man became a man. Came a what? So man did not live without the soul. Hello, somebody. Man was just a stick of mud. To God gave him life. And his life was a living soul. So a man don't live from the outside, but a man lives from the inside. And the enemy wants what's on the inside of you. Because he already know your outside is going back to the He already know that God made your outside from the dust of the ground. He has no history in the dust. He has an history in the soul that God breathed in you. Ah. We too busy watching over our flesh and we forget that our soul is the one that needs the nourishment. Huh? Your soul is the one that's got to go back to God. What shape is you going to send it back in? Hmm. Something to think about. It. Deuteronomy chapter 6. We, the children of God, has been Hook we in thinking more of our flesh than we do of our soul. Amen. Devil don't mind you pampering on your flesh to please him, because if he know if you please him, your soul belong to him. Is that right? So, sound like we're the people that need to wake up and realize who we're giving our soul over to. So let's read uh, Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 5. What do it say? And thou shalt love the Lord thou God. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. First of all, you got to love God. If you don't have a love for the Word of God, how can you love God? He said, Thou shalt love the Lord, thou God. And then he said, When you love God, you got to love Him with what? All thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy might. Wow. So guess what? It's time for us to realize that God is not looking for part-time lovers. Huh? And and, and and if we don't love God with all, then we are in a part-time state. And if you don't love God with all, guess what? We're loving somebody else too. So now we got to refocus how we think. Because, see, somebody done sold to us that we don't have to give it all to God. Come on now. But the word of God tells us to give him his all. So, this is the only way that we can really protect our soul is give God everything. Ah. This is not just an Old Testament passage of scripture, and to prove it, let's go to Matthew chapter 22. And the verse starts at 36 through 40. Amen. So let's read it. Now, we're going to see it from another person's perspective. We heard it from the perspective that Moses had gotten off of the mount. Now, let's look at it from another person's perspective. Let's read it, please. Master, which is the greatest commandment? Wait a minute. They didn't ask how many commandments. They want to know which one was the greatest. Amen. Read the book. Jesus answered to them, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thy soul and with all thy... Oh, the other one said with all thy might. Now here Jesus is telling you, you got to give God all of your mind. You got to love the Lord thy God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all thy mind. 38 verse says, this is the first, not the second or the third, but this is the first one. And guess what? You know what that said? If we can't keep the first one, we sure can't keep the rest of them. Huh? If the first one do, ha- do not have an impact on your life, none of the rest of them will either. You can't skip the greatest and go to the least. Mm. 39, and the second is like unto it, thou shalt love thy neighbor. You know what that's saying? While you know that you have a love for God is when you got a love for your neighbor. If you hating the folks in the church, how in the world are you loving God? There's an error somewhere in somebody. Come on now. Then he said in the 40th verse On these two commandments Hang all the law and the prophets. There's nothing above love Nothing There's nothing above loving God first Come on now Put your ice cream cones and snow cones and hamburgers on the back burner Love God first In other words, get out of your belly and get into God. Love God more than what you eat. Amen. Amen. That's another one. We got to love God more than what we talk. huh? Because you know what? We'll talk a good game. But how much of that is the love of God? Boom for thought. Proverbs chapter twenty three. and I feel like about trying to get through these pages <laughs> Lord have mercy I can only attain all the knowledge of the books that I do Proverbs 23 in the verses 7 what do it say right. for as he think it in his wait a minute as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. God is saying, you are what you think. Come on now. Eat and drink, said he to thee, but his heart is not with thee. Wow. It's terrible to come to church And leave your mind at home. Come on now. Uh, It's tough to come to church and just leave it somewhere else. Wherever you be or want to be. Sometimes we'll be at church but our mind don't. That's why sometimes we can't give God the praises that God really deserves. Because we somewhere else. The old saying like they used to say by Mr. Presley, Evelyn's done left the building. Some of y'all been left the building. Huh? So remember what God sees. He sees what you think. And when he sees what you think, he says, so is you. Ooh, Lord have mercy. Help my thinking, Lord. Huh? Come on, somebody. Because you know it's a, at any given time, any one of us in here can think what side? Okay. We can think of an opinion of somebody else and that opinion can be all wrong. Amen. Amen. Okay. Let's go to First Chronicles. And guess what? It ain't always what you uh, initiate the thought. It sometimes is who initiates the thought for you. (laughs) He's good at initiating your thoughts to put your focus on something outside of God. First Chronicle 22 verses 19 says, Now set your heart and your soul to seek the Lord. Wait a minute. So we can't just seek God with our mind only. We got to seek God. We got to set your heart. You got to establish your heart and set it and your soul to seek the Lord your God. You got to find out what God wants out of you. You got to find out what God says so it can preserve your soul. Your flesh is going to leave you, darling. Come on now. Your flesh going to leave you just like your fineness left you. You were fine in the early age, and it left. <laughs> huh? Your flesh going to leave you. Huh? Me and James had big naturals, but they left. They was not forever, huh? Anything about your flesh is not forever. So guess what? You got to work on the foreverness, and the foreverness is your soul. And the devil wants you not to focus on that we still focusing on the fact, um, and, and when we say, Am I going to heaven? You ain't talking about your soul, you're talking about your flesh. Right. Come on now, but your flesh ain't going. Mm-hmm. Shut up, phone. Mm-hmm. Hey, Amen. Set your heart and your soul to seek. Lord your God you gotta find out what God want to say to you and if you don't seek God to find out what God want to say to you you will listen to somebody else and he don't ask for your permission he just throw a thought there, and you grab it and you dwell on it and if you dwell on it too long you gonna act on it huh you know why you're going to act on it? Because it, it's an appetite to your flesh. Sounds good. Mm, Thank God look off into that. Huh? That's what your flesh says. Come on now. That's why it's good to have the Holy Ghost so he can say, uh uh-uh. uh. It's a trap. Finish reading that. Arise therefore and build ye the sanctuary of the Lord God. What sanctuary? You. You got to be the sanctuary. You got to be that temple. And bring the ark of the covenant of the Lord and the holy vessels of God into the house that is to be built. To the name of the Lord. Amen. You got to remember that we have a covenant to keep with God. Amen. Amen. Our our strength and our uh, 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 ability to go through things is whether or not we keep the covenant. Because we can't go through things on our own. We have to have the power of God to go through with us. So to have the power of God to go through with them, guess what? we got to honor the covenant that we have with God. Amen. Go to Psalms chapter 12. We don't think of nothing about the covenant. Only thing that we think about... Is what we need out of God. <clears throat> but what about what we need to give God? Oh, yeah. Psalms twelve verses one through four says yeah. Help Lord, for the godly man cease, for the faith will fail from among the t- when we see ourselves fading away to one side or the other we need to tell God immediately help Lord yeah. why? because this godly man th- is ceasing for the faithful fail from among the children of men make sure Lord God you keep me faithful yeah. amen <laughs> and, and if you don't ask God for the help to keep you faithful guess what? you are gonna fade away You're going to become unfaithful. Verse 2 says, They speak vanity, everyone with his neighbor, with flattering lips and with double heart. Wow.
1: When you
0: allow yourself to listen to a whole lot of other folks, guess what? You wind up with a double heart. You wind up giving over to flattering lips. Flattering lips is make it sound good. Make it sound right. Not be right, but make it sound right. Ooh, that sound right. Sound right? You gotta find out, is it right? You can't go by sound. Hey, Amen. They speak vanity. Every one with his neighbor. You group up with somebody that That that, that think like you. Hmm. Not based on God's word, but think like you. And y'all, y'all with flattering lips, y'all flatter each other. Come on now. Third verse says, the Lord shall cut off. Did y'all hear that? God will cut off all flattering lips and a tongue that speaketh proud thing. Better watch what you talk about. Better watch how you pump yourself up. Huh? You better watch the eyes in your life. Eye this and eye that. Come on now. That's what the devil wants you to do, It put the emphasis on you. Not on what God said, but what you said with your flattering lips. 4 verse says, Who has said with our tongue we will prevail? Our lips are our own. Who Who is the Lord over you when your lips are your own? Who is the Lord over you when your tongue is saying, I'm going to prevail? Who is your God? Oh, I see another one in there. Because you don't lost to focus on the real one. And you start listening to that other one. Come on, somebody. And he stayed disguised in the background so you don't recognize that he's there. Huh? Wow! So you gotta watch what you get your mind over to. Amen. Hmm. Go to Psalms twenty-seven and eleven. I know I'm giving you some other verses in there that 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 came about after I had printed out the lesson so I wasn't going back to print out no 12, 13 more lessons. So y'all have to just have a pencil and paper and stretch on what you got. Amen? Amen? Psalms 27 and the verse is 11 and it says Uh oh, wait a minute. I can't go too far. Teach me thy way. If you're not willing to be taught the ways of God, no point in going any further. Huh? Ain't no point in going any further if you ain't going to get yourself out the way. Ain't no point in going no further if you think you know it all. Amen. He said, teach me thy way, O Lord. And lead me in a plain path because of my enemy. Guess what? You better realize who your enemy is. Huh? You better let God teach you and lead you. If he don't, your enemy will. You are not on an island by yourself, honey. If God ain't leading you, there's another spirit that is. Amen. So you got to make sure that you are what? Teachable. If you're not teachable, you're in trouble. Huh? And if you can't be led by what you are taught, you are in trouble. Come on, somebody. The enemy is waiting on you to reject any of God's word. All he needs you to do is just reject any of God's word and you'd have left a door open for him. And he's coming in. Huh? He's going to come in and he's going to tell you, it don't take all that. He's going to speak them words to you. And guess what? Not only is he going to speak them, you're going to hear them. Twelve verse says, "We in uh, twenty-seven, Pastor, in uh, verse twelve, Psalms twenty-seven. Deliver me not over unto the will of my enemy. You better hope God don't deliver you over to His hand, huh? Because if God gets fed up with you and give you a reprobated mind." and turn you over to the hands of the devil, you might not make it back. And if he gives you a reprobated man, you're not going to make it back. And the Bible tells us that you will start believing a lie before you believe the truth. So you better start telling, God, you deliver the first thing you need to God. God, deliver my mind. Deliver me not over to the will of my enemy. The devil's will is to send you to hell. The devil's will is to capture your soul. And cause you to go to eternal damnation. And don't think it ain't working because he got folks falling out of church left and right. He got folks giving up on the faith left and right. Why? Because they paid more attention to their flesh than they did their soul. Their flesh was top priority. Amen. Amen. For false witnesses are risen up against me, such as... And you know what? You can also stick the pen in his ear. Better watch the folk you call your friends too. Come on now. Everybody that's smiling in your face ain't your friend. Everybody that's on the phone with you ain't your friend either. Come on now. 13 verse said, "I have fainted unless and I believe to see the goodness of the Lord." In the baby, you gonna faint if you ain't got no faith to believe. You gonna faint if you ain't got faith enough to hold on to know that God has got some goodness for you. Come on, somebody, because what you see that's going on now is gonna cause in a whole lot of folks to faint. Causing a whole lot of folks to lose out on faith. Everybody's faith is going to be tried. To see what matter it is. And baby, your faith to be tried, that means your faith has got to go through something. Amen. If you ain't able to stick and stay, you're going to do just like what David said. I have fainted. Unless and I believe to see the goodness of the Lord. In the land of the living. You got to believe this thing. Huh? You ain't got to see this thing. You got to believe this thing. We too much looking for what we can see. Instead of what we believe. The 14th verse says. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. And he shall strengthen thy heart. I said, wait on the Lord. You got to wait on God through hell and high water. Amen. Because you're going to go through some things. Why do you think he's telling you to be of good courage? Because of the things that you may have to go through. Be of good courage. Because it ain't all a bed of roses. Huh? Be of good courage. Because sometimes it's gonna get hot. And it ain't gonna seem favorable. But if you wait on the Lord and be of good carriage, he said he'll strengthen your heart. You gotta be strengthened in this thing. Huh? He didn't say he was gonna make it easy. He said he was gonna give you strength. Amen. So we kind of focusing on the wrong thing. We're not focusing on the inward part that God is going to strengthen. We want God to strengthen and make good the outward man. We want God to stroke the outward man and say it's alright. No, it ain't alright, baby. We're in the time now that it ain't alright and don't seem like it's going to get alright. Come on now as of 2000 that we have not gone backwards since year 2000 it's been getting worse and worse every year every cycle is something worse and worse that we have to face and it seems like that we haven't got it yet because we still focusing on what we see instead of where we are trying to go Amen. We got to get up out of here. Cripple, lame, or crazy, we still got to get up out of here. It all depends on how you want to go. If you want to lose your mind and stay here, go head on because it ain't your mind you're going to lose. It's the soul that your battle is losing. Amen. Hmm. Moving from city to city ain't happening either. You got to change gods. <laughs> you got you to leave the fake one and get the real and the true and living God. Come on now. You got to get out of the pipe dream and get into the dream of the Lord. Come on somebody. So don't faint in your mind. Folks is fighting in their mind every day now. Amen. Go to Psalm 25 and 4. It ain't on your paper, but you can write it down in your notes. Verse 25 and the verses 4. Uh, 4 and 5. Are we there? Let's read it, please. Show me thy way, O Lord. Teach me thy path. Lead me in the truth and teach me. For thou art the God of my salvation. On thee do I wait. Oh, not some days. You got to wait all the days. You got to wait all the days and you got to tell, Lord, teach me your ways. My ways will cause me to drown. Teach me thy path. If you don't find out what pathway the Lord wants you to take, you're going to go down the wrong road. You're going to travel down Broadway. huh? And you're going to be captured by the bright lights. And they won't be the ways of God. How do you notice? Flickering lights get the attention of the flesh. Man. And I ain't found nowhere that lights look so beautiful than in Vegas. Huh? Man, you talking about some lights. They got some lights going on, hotels changing colors and huh? You just you just walking the street, Jane, just noticing all the lights. Wow. Wow. Huh? Amen. <laughs> but lights will fool you, and I'm gonna tell you how lights will fool you there. Because when you get off the airplane, the the the, the uh, what you call them, Barbara, the, the airline attendant said, "Welcome to Lost Wages." Amen. Ain't, ain't that how it go? The city of Lost Wages. They don't say a city of Las Vegas. They said a city of lost wages. So they said, come on, fools. Bring in your money. <laughs> huh? Because <coughs> they captured your attention. Huh? And before you leave there, Lord have mercy. Jane, you be wondering if you got enough money to make it back home. Huh? And you know what? You know the worst thing about it, though? You would lie to your own self. And you would tell your own self, boy, it sure was worth every penny. That's a lie. I wish I could have came home with some money. Huh? Huh? You know how y'all, it was worth every penny. Shoot, I wish I could have spent less pennies. Amen. Don't stop fooling yourself. Stop lying to yourself. (laughs) Psalm 51 and 6. I think I'm right. Yeah. Let's read that verse, please. Behold, thou desired. Wait a minute. God wants the truth on the inside of you. He's not interested in whether or not your your flesh agree with it or not. He said, I want the truth in the inward part. God wants your soul to be fed. You know why? Because your soul of you is the only thing that he's interested in. Come on, somebody. Your flesh is just a covering. Your soul is what God breathed in you. And he want it back. He want it back. And when, oh, you know what? And when he breathed it in the man, it was holy. He didn't breathe no evil in man. He breathed life in him. And that living part of you is what God wants back. So he said the only way that you can bring it back in the shape that he gave it, you got to desire the truth in the inward part. Finish that. And in the hidden part, thou shall make me. You got to get the wisdom of God. We've been walking around in our own wisdom and in man' wisdom so long that we even forget to ask God for His wisdom. Come on now. Why? Because we think we already know it all, Rob. Right? You know I. You know I like me on old rope. I've been around here a long time. I know what's going on. We might have been around here a long time, almost as long as Jane, but jane been around here longer than me. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> that we think that we know everything. But baby, I'm going to tell you, you don't know nothing but a drop in the pocket compared to what God knows. Compared to the wisdom of God, we didn't even know the wisdom of God. Come on, on. somebody. When you get the wisdom of God, it ought to blow your mind. Huh? God wisdom will make you see things in a whole new light. You won't depend on how your flesh sees things. Come on, your mind will be going like in the state forty turned up going north. When God start rolling in your mind, it seem like it's never ending. It's just like a clock. It just uh, the minute hand just keep click 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 click. When God start dealing with your mind. It seems like that your mind don't never get a rest from thinking about God. And you know what? That's the best place in the world to be. When your mind never get a rest from thinking about God. The devil don't want you to do that. He don't want God on your mind all day long. Hidden part of you, the hidden part of you, ma'am. Huh. Psalms fifty six. Verses 11 through 13. Are we there? Let's read it, please. In God have I put my trust. I will not be afraid what man can do unto me. The vows are upon me, O God. I will render praises unto thee. For thou hast delivered my soul from death. Without thou, thou deliver my feet from falling that I may walk before God in the light of the living. Wow when you put your trust in God, we don't worry about what these folks are doing with this world because they're gonna do what they're doing with this world and ain't nothing you can stop them from doing it. Come on Sam? So guess what? They thinking from the outside, you need to be thinking on the inside. This world is in a chaos situation, so what do I need to do? I need to be thinking on the ways to get up out of here. Because the world is going down. And the only thing that's going to stand is the word of God. So, what should I do? Put my trust in God. Amen. So, what do I do? I let God deliver my soul from death. The flesh gonna die. But what about the soul? Put your interest and your focus on what's gonna happen with your soul. Somebody might not know. You know you can go to heaven, (laughs) broke, Huh? Come on, somebody. Did you not know you can go to hell with a pocket full of money? (laughs) Come on now. So you need to focus on which way you want your soul to go. Oh, there's a passage of scripture in there, if we get down to it tonight, that explains just that too. Amen. Did we finish that? Uh, Go to Psalms 116. Glad you showed up, man, so your wife could stop looking for you. Is that angel. She thought I didn't hear what she said. <laughs> I gave her an opportunity to repeat it, but she wouldn't. <laughs> she thought out loud, so I did, too. <laughs> trying to get it together now 116 verse 4 says then call upon the name of the Lord O Lord I beseech thee deliver my did you see that, that he didn't tell God to deliver my flesh or deliver me from this or that but he said deliver my soul The soul was the one that was most important that needs to be delivered. Come on, somebody. He didn't say, Lord, heal me. He said, deliver my soul. Fifth verse says, Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Yea, our God is merciful. The Lord preserved the simple. I was brought low and he helped me. Wait a minute. He preserved the simple. Some folk's mind is too high. Huh? Some folk's mind is so high that they think that they can pick when they need God. Babe, I'm here to tell you, you need Him every day. day. You need Him every minute of the day. You need Him in your sleep because you don't know whether you're going to wake up or not. Huh? Amen. Come on now. So, bring it down and let God help you. Seventh verse says, "Return unto thy rest, O my soul." Some folk walk around here that acting like they so happy, and their soul is troubled to them. Walking around with a troubled heart, walking around with a troubled soul. Man, Faking is shaking, but the real deal is on the inside it is miserable. How are you doing? I'm fine. You see it written. Fine ain't there. I'm good ain't there. Come on, somebody. Amen. For the Lord has dealt bountifully. You know what? When you look at verse 7, return unto thy rest, O my soul, for the Lord has dealt bountifully with thee. You wouldn't have a problem praising God. You wouldn't have a problem giving God glory. You wouldn't have a problem praising God until you get tired. Because you know that God has dealt with you bountifully. Come on, somebody. For thou has delivered my soul from death, my eyes from tears, and my feet from fall. And you can't run. You ought to have running in your feet. You ought to have tears in your eyes and a praise on your lips. was in if God had not had mercy and goodness on us when we were left out there our souls would not have been delivered from death and on a fast course to hell God thank you for not letting me stay on the other side Come on now. Now my soul got a chance to live. God took my soul out of the clutches of the devil and gave me a chance to live bountifully. And you can't praise him. You can't worship him. You can't find yourself standing. My God, my God. And then he kept your feet from falling. He kept you out of the trap. Come on, somebody. He kept you out of the ditch that you could have fell back in. Come on now, somebody. He kept you from going back to where you came from. It wasn't none of you that kept yourself from going back. It was God that kept you going back. Because you trusted your soul in his hand to be delivered. Somebody, mm. the devil is causing folks to stop living, and to call folks to start dying. to cause the folks to start being the the walking dead. Mm. Verse ten says, "I believe." Therefore have I spoken. I was greatly afflicted. I believe that's what I have spoken. He believed by faith. You gotta increase your faith. You gotta speak to yourself. You gotta speak to this thing. You gotta tell this soul. Soul, I'm gonna Like the the, the Hebrew boys did. Huh? Tell me I won't bow down. Even I'm not afraid because I know God is able. Huh? God is able to deliver me from this fire, and if he don't, I still Is getting tough, and our knees is getting weak. Hmm. Hmm. You know where your ballast scars are supposed to be? Your ballast scars are supposed to be on your kneecaps, huh? When the devil see your kneecap, he going to say, boy, there go a praying warrior. Because see, you ain't no defense against him with your flesh. Huh? He knocked you out in the first round. 11th verse says, I said in my haste, all men's alive. So you need to watch who you give your mind over to. Huh? You gotta watch how you looking for somebody to inspire you you running around town looking for you an inspirational speaker you better be inspired by the word of God Come on, come on. Come on somebody that inspirational speaker is looking for duckies uh, you ain't got no duckies you don't get no inspiration <laughs> Come on somebody. Amen. Uh, Where was we at? Okay. 12 verse said, What shall I render unto the Lord?